Hello, patrons. It's me, your favorite Mandy ever. <laughs> I used to actually say that. I had a handful of other Mandys in my life as a young kid, as a middle schooler, as a high schooler, and then literally as an adult in college, we had another Mandy in our friend group. And so it was constantly, oh, other Mandy. <laughs> and I would get really sad anytime someone said I was other Mandy. I am not the other Mandy. I am the Mandy. <sighs> the good news is I have a healthy sense of ego and <laughs> confidence. Oh my goodness. <sighs> well, I just wanted to pop in and share something with you. Uh, I have this book that I love. It is a book of blessings, as it says on the book cover, um, but I consider it more contemplations. It's by John O'Donohue, who some of you may be familiar with, some of you may not. Um, he has unfortunately passed from this plane of existence to the next, but I love his work. He's a poet and an Irish teacher, but his his pieces have always brought such incredibly beautiful insight to me. And uh, this is one that I feel drawn to repeatedly. And when I read it, you will understand why. I don't know if I'm supposed to share this stuff without like written permission from his estate. So don't tell anyone. I'm just going to share this with you. <laughs> and if you say something, I'll know. Uh, anyway, enough with the veiled threats. They're not so veiled, are they? <laughs> oh, this is why, this is exactly why I need to read pieces like this because I am exhausted and my brain is not making a whole lot of sense. So this blessing, this uh, liturgy, if you will, is called For One Who Is Exhausted by John O'Donohue. When the rhythm of the heart becomes hectic, time takes on the strain until it breaks. Then all the unattended stress falls in on the mind like an endless increasing weight. The light in the mind becomes dim. Things you could take in your stride before now become laborsome events of will. Weariness invades your spirit. Gravity begins falling inside you, dragging down every bone. The tide you never valued has gone out, and you are marooned on unsure ground. Something within you has closed down, and you cannot push yourself back to life. You have been forced to enter empty time. The desire that drove you has relinquished. There is nothing else to do now but rest and patiently learn to receive the self you have forsaken in the race of days. At first, your thinking will darken and sadness take over like listless weather. The flow of unwept tears will frighten you. You have traveled too fast over false ground. Now your soul has come to take you back. Take refuge in your senses. Open up to all the small miracles you rushed through. Become inclined to watch the way of rain when it falls slow and free. Imitate the habit of twilight, taking time to open the well of color that fostered the brightness of day. Draw alongside the silence of stone until its calmness can claim you. Be excessively gentle with yourself. Stay clear of those vexed in spirit. Learn to linger around someone of ease who feels they have all the time in the world. 
Gradually, you will return to yourself, having learned a new respect for your heart and the joy that dwells far within slow time. This is one of those poems that reminds me my ability to multitask or move efficiently is only valued by a culture that wants my productivity as the sole manifestation of my value. And my productivity is meaningless <laughs> if I am empty. And um, that is often where we land. And so I don't know if you've heard this phrase, uh, stick to the people who feel like sunshine. That one is beautiful and can lead us to some incredible friendships. But I want to take this time to invite you to feel like sunshine. What makes you feel like sunshine? What brings you to a place where you can rest and let warmth crawl over your face and suddenly brighten the room you're in? It's not a mystery. You have sunshine deep within, and there are people in your life who look to you to feel that warmth. But how often do you recognize it in yourself? That's it for me. Thanks for listening. I hope you will rush out and buy some John O'Donohue for yourself because there's nothing quite like just reading a poem aloud. Pretend you're in a coffee shop, like at an open mic night, and you just need to share this moving and important thing that's on your mind and read it aloud and see if it feels a little differently. I know that poetry isn't everyone's style, but reading it aloud really can bring it to life and maybe help you see something you might miss otherwise.